Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are Two Market Girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog. And this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, and we keep you up to date on trending news topics in the vegan world. And in this episode, we are going to follow up with something we talked about in our previous episode, which was KFC's new plant-based chicken that they launched because now we've both tried it. And Mm -hmm. once we get past our reviews and our, I don't know, just like praising of all things (laughs) plant-based chicken, we're going to go in a different direction and talk about toxic veganism or some toxic traits in the vegan community that we are seeing lately. Yeah, that at least we think are toxic. (laughs) Yes, in our opinion. Yeah. Don't want to put words in anybody's mouths. No, we definitely do not speak for the whole community. We only speak for ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so first things first. Catherine, tell me all of your thoughts and feelings about KFC. Chicken. Yeah, chicken thoughts. Um, Okay. Uh, So I I had both the sandwich and the popcorn chicken. Mm Mm-hmm. I got the sandwich without mayo because that was before we realized that their regular mayo is vegan mayo because we had asked two employees and said just regular mayo, which I guess it is their regular mayo. They just didn't realize that their regular mayo happens to be vegan. So, yeah, I did not uh, expect the mayo thing to be as big as it did. But then, you know, we saw KFC responding on Twitter to people being like, oh, no, our regular mayo doesn't contain any eggs either, so it's already plant-based. And then I went to their website, and I was looking through, like, the allergen information (laughs) for all of their products, and under the plant-based sandwich, it said, no eggs, no milk, no nothing, it was all good. So I was like, "Uh, I guess it is fine, but it just, I was so shocked. I didn't believe it. Yeah, but uh, disclaimer, their spicy mayo is not vegan. Yeah, so we can't have the spicy Um, sandwich. Okay, so yeah, so I got um, the sandwich, like it was like that box combo where it has like popcorn chicken, the sandwich, fries. I It comes with a side, but I also then realized none of their sides are vegan friendly. Mm. Uh, so like all of their like their coleslaw or the potato salad is like, I actually I don't know, it's like a mayo base. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that, I'd have to double check on their website, but I just automatically assumed it wasn't. Um, and then their corn, I think has butter on it and like basically like none of their sides are vegan so it was like it was a hard experience buying it I do have to say with the employee not realizing that the mayo's vegan and like and then like them laying like which side do you want and I'm like oh are any of them vegan friendly and they're like no <laughs> like <laughs> okay um they're like we can do gravy and they're like and then they're like I'm like okay sure gravy and they're like oh wait I think the gravy has chicken in it like, <laughs> okay then no thank you um so and then I was like, it's fine. I just like I'll I'll just buy it without a side. Like I don't care. <laughs> um, so it was like a hard experience getting the food, um, but the sandwich was delicious. I l- really liked it. Uh, the popcorn chicken was also delicious. Um, so I actually bought. I learned. So I thought I liked the popcorn chicken more than the sandwich, and then I bought a bucket of popcorn chicken and realized it was just like a lot. Um, and, like, not much else. Like, it was literally just chicken. So, I think I do like the sandwich better than the popcorn chicken. I feel like the bucket is good if you have more people to share it with because then it's not, like, as much chicken. Like, I like the yeah. availability of the bucket. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I shared it with Hutch. So, Hutch and I split the bucket and then we made a Caesar salad at home to go with it. 
but it was it was a little bit much and also like it's kind of sad that there's no like good dipping sauce to go with it um like their option i think was like a barbecue sauce and i'm just i've never been a barbecue sauce dipper with Mm -hmm. fries or fried chicken or anything like that i find it i don't know it just doesn't work for me yeah same but it was delicious it's not too badly priced and it's a great option to have. I'm very excited. It's not something that I'm necessarily going to go out of my way to get, but it's something that if I'm looking for something in the area, because I'm like hungry and I need something to eat quickly and a KFC's in the area, I'll probably get it. Yeah, it's that ease of access, right? That's also what we like about A&W, having a really good burger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, especially those like road trip times and stuff and like when you're on, like uh, Hutch and I were coming back from uh, Hamilton the other day and it was like 10 o'clock at night and we're like, we're starving. So we stopped at an A&W. It's like the, having that ease of just being like, oh, I don't have to wait till I get home or I don't have to like stop at a grocery store to get random snacks. Like I can actually get like a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I basically ordered the same thing that you did. Like I got the box deal and I'd, I ordered it online for delivery um, and everything went fine. And then I get a call like two minutes after I place the order and like, we are all sold out of the plant-based popcorn chicken. And then Devin's soul died that day. I got, I got really quiet. And I was like, oh, um, <laughs> can I just downgrade it from the big combo to just the sandwich? And they're like, oh no, cause it's through the online system. I would have to place the order again. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I don't want any of the sides. So I got the regular chicken and I gave it to my brother and my dad to have. So I have yet to try the popcorn chicken, which I know I'm just as disappointed as everyone else. Okay. (laughs) I don't need to hear it. (laughs) Um, But I did really enjoy the sandwich. Um, Like you said, it's having a product like this widely available. I can't. I'm so happy about it. I will say there's still better versions of fried chicken at other places but those places are like only in the city and I can't get them all the time so yeah I will admit that I do think uh and I said this to a couple people who asked us how it was on Instagram I do think there's like it's nothing special like there is the equivalent to things that you can buy and bring home like a Yves brand chicken nugget or something like that like I think it's pretty on par with those already out on the market it's not like revolutionary Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's again the ease of access. It tastes good, and um, I really and like. And you don't the bun have to too. make anything. And you know what? Honestly, the fact that it does come with vegan mayo is pretty huge. Yeah, you know, you actually had it with the mayo on it. Did you like the mayo? Yeah, it just tastes like. I mean, they put a lot of mayo on it, but it just tastes like mayo, and I thought it was pretty good. All right, so. all right. Yeah, because I just put mayo on it when I got home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I did like I did like the sandwich a lot and it's it's nice to have a different option other than a burger. Definitely. And I think even going back to what we talked about last week, like we didn't realize we didn't even realize there was going to be a bucket available of the popcorn chicken. <laughs> yeah. We didn't realize the mayo was going to be vegan. I didn't know there was going to be a spicy version. The spicy version isn't vegan, but it still has the plant-based chicken on it. So that's pretty cool too. So there's all these things that we learned after we had this big discussion. Monday was a very exciting day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we learned a lot afterwards. But yeah, it's an amazing thing to have out in the market. And the fact that it's at every location across Canada is amazing because... 
Uh, I do like, like, I love when big brands come out with new things, but I especially like when they bring it out everywhere and not just like major cities who already have great vegan options. It's now like, now you have another option for something not living in the city, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, hopefully the locations near me get more popcorn chicken because like that's seriously (laughs) concerning. I got it on Wednesday. It launched on Monday and they were sold out. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's that's nervous. Like that that's that makes me nervous, you know. I know, I know. But you were still able but, to get a bucket of it. So like what the heck? Yeah. And I got that on Friday, so <laughs> um but I will say what's nice to see is that A or A and W KFC when responding to people on like Twitter and social all different socials, like they were very, very adamant on the fact that it's on the menu forever. Mm-hmm. like they were like they were very, very strong to that point. And I was like, that's nice to see. They're like I guess I guess there's that whole thing of like, oh, there's something they know what goes on in the vegan community and that there's Mm -hmm. something on the menu. And then all of a sudden it gets taken off and vegans are upset about it. Mm -hmm. So they kind of played with that. I also liked their marketing of it. Did you see their social media post about it where it was like, it's just plant based? calm down or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's like they kind of knew there was going to be some backlash from their non-vegan patrons who were like chicken for life and you know what they were getting a lot of comments like that but they were like it's okay you don't have to have it we still have the regular stuff yeah like i really appreciated their marketing like it's like they watched every other fast food chain do it looked at all the comments they were getting and they're like let's just make our marketing campaign around the reaction we know we're gonna get already anyways very smart very smart yeah um but yeah exciting exciting news and excited to have it yay Okay, <laughs> now we're going to move on to talking about some stuff that, well, this was, do you want to talk about why we want to talk about the vegan community and veganism and how it can be toxic or not productive sometimes? And not inclusive yes. necessarily. Yeah. Welcoming. Um, so a very, no- another notable vegan is no longer vegan. Um. I don't know. So Maddie Limburner, she's a very, very popular YouTuber. Um, and she mainly does fitness now more so than anything else. Like I think she started as mainly food and vegan recipes and things like that. And then made her switch to kind of a fitness channel. Her fitness channel has like 4 million subscribers. Like it's bonkers. <laughs> um, but uh, she, I think a couple days ago. Yeah. She put out a post basically saying that she's no longer fully vegan. She's not eating fully plant-based anymore and that she's having a couple eggs and some pieces of fish in her diet now, but that she's still eating mostly plant-based. And because she's doing it because of her health. She's been having some health issues, mainly menstrual pain issues, which I can relate to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But hers sounded honestly horrible. So by the way, she described it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then backlash happened. As usual. Like, this isn't, obviously, isn't the first person to come out and say, I've transitioned back into eating a little bit of animal-based products. And it's, you know, it's always the same reaction where people are like, I can't believe you're letting us down. I can't believe you're doing this. There's the hardcore people who are like, I would always save the animals over everything. And I don't don't know. Like, they get so personal about it. And you and I both discussed it. It's like, at the end of the day, it's your health. Yeah. Like, I... Most of the people I think were, um, was somebody who has like a period was saying these things, but like to anyone who doesn't have period pain, like that's, that happens, it takes up like 25% of your life, your period, like to be in pain one, like in excruciating, you can't move, get out of bed pain for 25% of a month. 
Like, I could understand trying different things and trying anything that works. Yeah, she said in her video, like, she would plan her whole month around it because she knew she would be out of commission. And that's just not fair, right? Yeah. If you've tried everything and, you know what, nothing is working and you try something like this and it does work, I don't think that you should receive any backlash for that because, you know what, you should be allowed to live your life. And also, dudes don't have to deal with this. Yeah. I also feel like, too, it's like... Like, I can understand someone saying this to themselves, being like, you know, no matter how much, like, any health issues I'd had, I'd try, I'd try and figure out a way to make it, like, to fix it while still being vegan, eating different vegan foods and all that kind of stuff. But I, I almost want to put it in the perspective of, like, what if it was your kid that was having these health issues? Like, you would do anything to help your kid not be in pain anymore. But then suddenly people are like, when it's yourself, you're like, nope, you you can't be that selfish. You can't be this. You have to still be vegan. You have to still do this. And I don't know, like we mean you've said it multiple times, like uh, we want to be vegan as long as we can. And we're hoping that's forever. But if our health requires us to add the random like animal based ingredient into our diet again, we will do that. (laughs) And I also think that kind of speaks to our belief that veganism should never be about perfection because in any part of your life perfection is not a healthy mentality um Mm -hmm. so and for people who aren't vegan or who are new to veganism the idea of having to be perfect about it i think doesn't encourage people to try it because they're intimidated by that so when somebody says i have to add you know like a couple eggs and some fish and fish oil but the rest of the time i'm eating plant-based honestly if most people did that that would be a huge win and that's better than people being non-vegan all the time right exactly and like i can understand the passion like people like it's especially for those people who it's it's morals first type thing it's that it's animal lives first i can understand where that passion comes from um, because like I do like I've we've accidentally eaten meat before and both of us have felt terrible about it and we feel very sad. So I understand where that passion comes from. But I just wish that passion for animals transferred to passion for humans and their well-being as well, because I think it's unfair for someone to be like, yeah, you're in so much pain all the time. I don't care. Save animals like that. To me, that's just such a, a like such an uncompassionate thing to say to somebody. Yeah, it goes against everything that veganism should stand for. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, to me, like, I'm sure there were, like, medical ways she could have fixed it, but you'd rather her, like, pump her body through of, like, synthetic medication than just eat an egg every once in a while. Like, to me, that, like, I don't know. I just can't fathom telling someone to be like, yeah, I'd rather you take, be back on birth control that affects so many hormones in a woman's body than eat an egg like I just like I don't know it just like bothers it it bothers me so much this whole like so I wasn't like I was reading her comments on her post and like there were obviously a mixture of two there were some people being like oh I'm gonna support you and there are some people being like oh I'm disappointed these animal lives are worth more than this blah blah that kind of stuff um but what really made me mad is um vegan zombie and his reaction to mm-hmm. it um so preface this i don't love vegan zombie to begin with mm-hmm. i think i just doesn't have the same viewpoint as mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. at all um so i like watched his reaction video um big mistake <laughs> <laughs> um and just like i 
the one argument one the one of the many arguments that I hate a lot when this ex vegan kind of conversation pops up again is when people who've been vegan a long time and he's been vegan I think over 20 something years so he has been vegan a long time basically being like look I'm living a healthy life why can't you do it too that's not how the human body works right everybody's body if if that were the case there would be no allergies there'd be no gluten intolerances there'd be like that's not how things work that's like just because you can eat peanut butter doesn't mean anyone can eat peanut butter like I just like I hate that argument of look I've been able to do it for 25 years you should be able to as well yeah and I think you also look at the vegans who really kind of are the epitome of health with the way that they eat and you think wow if it doesn't work for them am am I gonna face this at some point am I gonna have that moment where like my diet catches up with me and I have to try something else because it's not working and maybe you are and that's not a failure of you and that's not a failure of veganism that's just the human body and you need to better understand what is going on with your body right even Mm -hmm. I think this was something that Lisa said like even um sorry Lisa from the Viet Vegan even non-vegans can have a very unhealthy diet right there's so many of us who don't really pay enough attention to what we're eating and what we might be lacking until one day you're like wow something is wrong something is really off and usually it comes down to just not having the right balance that works for your body but what works for your body is not going to be what works for another person's body and that's Mm -hmm. why this is such an ongoing struggle for so many people because it's always a unique set of circumstances that you have to understand yeah and I will say even as somebody who like so I like this is not really diet related but I have a lot of like upper back pain but I always thought I've always had that so I just assumed I'm like this is normal and sometimes you don't realize these things you're facing aren't normal until someone tells you they're not normal so this whole conversation about being like she was promoting this diet this whole time and then all of a sudden now she's saying it's not healthy she switched back to animal products and all this stuff and I'm like Yeah, but maybe she realized, hey, what's happening to me actually shouldn't be happening to me. Maybe I'm not giving my body exactly what my body needs. Yeah, who says you're not allowed to change your mind? That's not a that's not a healthy thing. Yeah, who like change is a good thing. People being open to figuring out what works for them and new ideas is always a good thing, no matter if you agree with that change or not. Yeah, and I do also kind of believe like when it comes to food, if you find that you've gotten yourself to a place where your body's very like out of whack, you need to first get it stabilized first. And then once you've kind of got it stabilized, you're like, okay, moving forward, how can I um, go back to where I was, but make sure Mm -hmm. I stay at this normal that I need to be, right? So I think- Make sure it's sustainable. Exactly. You kind of have to like reset your system and be like, okay- we are stable now. We're good. Let's see what we can do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think what bothers me the most is any little change. So let's say it's a non-vegan and someone, the change they make is, oh, I'm now eating meatless on Mondays. Praise galore. People love to see that change. And then all of a sudden someone's like, oh, I'm making the tiny change. I add an egg to like three of my breakfasts every mo- every day or each week. All of a sudden, they're the worst person in the world because they're suddenly eating three eggs a week or whatever, however much. Honestly, even if she went back to eating fully animal-based and she's eating meat and everything, she's not the worst person in the world. Like, that's not how this works. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and that's the other thing that comes with uh, being a vegan these days is that no matter what, you kind of 
are an advocate or are a representation of veganism. So there's like this pressure that you have to positively showcase what a vegan diet looks like. And if you can't withhold that, then you're like a failure. But honestly, no one else is held to this high standard for what they eat. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know where, why the vegan diet and vegan movement and veganism, what went wrong along the way where people are like, automatically it's only it feels like a cult sometimes where like you can only tell people the good do not tell people the bad and if you experience bad and talk about it and try and make a change so that it's not bad anymore you're a terrible person like i just like i it blows my mind like i would so much rather there be like 90 percent of the world eats like maddie does now then there be people that just be like, you know what? I'll never be perfect. So let me just eat meat at every meal anyways, says who cares. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I both kind of feel like it feels like that negative voice in the vegan community so often is louder than the voice like ours where it's like you don't need to be perfect. It's not about it's not always about salads and stuff like that. The vegan lifestyle can be so diverse and so similar to your non-vegan lifestyle that you can not even notice the change sometimes and if you do notice changes and it isn't working for you then just adjust you don't have to be perfect and like I wish that that side was more well known yeah like I will tell you I have been vegan six years and I feel no different than when I was vegan to now like I literally nothing like I I still get sick as much as I did before which isn't that often like I didn't get sick that often before either I still have body pain and aches and all these things like veganism is not a cure-all like and I I, it makes me upset that people portray it that way and that so when people don't do it when they don't still don't feel well and they don't feel like these you know people who are bouncing off the walls because they have so much energy and they're sleeping great and they're like oh so I'm doing this wrong Mm -hmm. no you're not that's just that's not like it's not how it works Yeah, I think it's just people who want this, like, easy, quick fix. This is going to be the thing that changes my life. They think, oh, maybe that'll be veganism. And then it's not. And honestly, I don't know, like, for me, if there were changes that were related to veganism, I don't have enough, like, evidence or know-all to be like, that must be associated with veganism. (laughs) Because you know what? No, there's so many other things in your life that could cause, like, these different feelings. Maybe you're drinking more water. Maybe you're moving your body more. Maybe it's a combination of all of the things combined. Like Exactly. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, no, I just like, I get so disappointed in the vegan community in these moments. These moments when people are literally struggling. Like the whole thought, like there was when, there was a time when there was a lot of people coming out as like ex-vegan. Um and there was this weird thought that people like people are like these influencers use veganism to get likes and views and guys that doesn't work look at our channel (laughs) (laughs) like like people use the word vegan just to get all these views and get this attention and do sell and make this money and then when they've gotten what they need from the community they just backstab it and like i'm no like maybe maybe there is one who knows i don't know but i'm I'd rather think of people as good people and not these like malice people that just wanted to use this community of people to make money. Everyone that I've seen 
in the vegan community seems like a decent person, like in the influencer type thing. They seem like decent people that wouldn't be these malice people that are like, I'm going to use the vegan name to get famous and then suddenly don't not be vegan anymore. And like this whole and it's because this perfection, this stupid, this stupid, stupid perfection is like the like center of veganism that like people like Maddie or I think like raw alignment was one that isn't vegan anymore. I can't remember the rest, but like it's people like them that don't feel like they can discuss and be like, Hey, I'm struggling. Like I want to be vegan. I'm having these health issues though. And this is what's going on. It's not this perfect thing. And it's not their fault for not sharing that stuff. It's the fact that when they share that stuff, people are like, you're hurting the vegan movement. Who, who cares? I, I don't honestly, I don't care about the vegan movement if it means that people are suffering and people can't live a happy, joyful life. Mm-hmm. And when people like Maddie come out and say these things, the community, there's certain people in the community that can get so personal about it. Like you said, they think that she had these terrible intentions and she's just taking advantage of the movement. And then they would also go on to say things like, oh, it's because she has a new boyfriend and he's not vegan. Which do not get me started. So... <laughs> Uh, I don't know what his name is, but vegan zombie guy. I don't remember what his name is, but like he also like he also decided to continue that stupid, stupid. I I hate it so much like that. Like he deep dived into her Instagram and was like, let's see when she stopped hashtagging vegan. And like she posted the first photo with her boyfriend was like however long ago. And every food photo since then, she hasn't been tagging vegan. She's just been taking plant based and like oh my god don't you have better things to do with your life than to judge other people's lives like and also and I just like I have been dating someone for that isn't vegan for almost six years now it doesn't affect you like I maybe there are people that can be influenced those things by those things I like I'm not saying that like no one is easily influenced but like I guarantee, like, there's no way that was the sole decision. She's like, oh, he's not vegan. I can't be vegan either. What? No. It's not how it works. Yeah, I think that's such a closed-minded way to um, think about it. And I don't know, it's just such a lame excuse. Because, like, you you and I have both been in relationships with people who are not vegan. And I don't think we experienced any issues. Now, I know that might not be the norm. Like, lots of people do say, I don't think I could ever date someone who's not vegan. But I, I don't know. That just doesn't hold up. But I also do think, like, I think if you're someone who doesn't feel comfortable dating someone who's not vegan, you wouldn't get into that relationship to begin with. So, like, I feel like Maddie is not someone who would get into that relationship to begin with if she already knew she was, like, if she already knew that, like, eating meat around her made her feel uncomfortable or whatever. And also, like, I just, like, the fact that you're dragging this guy who no one knows anything about other than two photos she's posted with him. He's not an influencer. He doesn't post his life on social. He has a personal social media account, but everyone does. The fact that you're just dragging this person into seeming like, to be honest, like they, it makes him seem manipulative when people are like, oh, he, she got a new boyfriend and all of a sudden she's not vegan anymore. So this like all of a sudden this guy becomes this villain who did not sign up for any of this mm-hmm. and did not ask for his life and his life choices to be commented on. And it's just like, why are you doing this? You don't know these people. And as much as you think you know Maddie, you don't. You just know what she puts on Instagram and on YouTube. You don't know who she is and the life she leads and the struggles she's had. Like, I just hate that everyone is so quick to rush to judgment. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, being a influencer in any community, you kind of put yourself in a position to face a lot of people feeling like they have a say in your life, which is n- should never be the case and you do not. But I think also when it comes to food, food is such a personal thing and food is like such a controversial thing too. Like so many people face issues with having a healthy relationship with food mm-hmm. and having so many people feel like they should have an opinion on what you're eating is not okay because like that's how toxic diet culture came to be Mm -hmm. and eating disorders happen and all these things like it's people judging other people for the decisions they're making when they don't affect you at all they do not and like and even like maddie in her post and she did like a series of instagram stories about it too like she talked about how she wants to be able to go back to being plant-based and she doesn't want to have to eat animal products but you know in the meantime she's going to in order to make her health the best that it can be Mm -hmm. and like i respect that like there's nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. i think it would be naive to think that you may never face that i know there's lots of people that haven't and i applaud them but i've kind of taken on the mindset like you know what that could happen to me that could totally happen one day and you know what when that day comes i'll just do what i need to do and then do the best i can because that's all you can ever do like I'm happy for all the people that are saying that they'd pick their health uh, they'd pick animals over their health like I'm I'm happy that you've never had a health issue so bad that you've had to truly face that decision and maybe there are people that truly do just prioritize animals over health good for you like nothing wrong with doing that but there's also nothing wrong with prioritizing your health over animals at when it affects you so much mm-hmm. and like I like I don't know Maddie personally but I'm willing to believe and I would re- I choose to believe that she tried everything she possibly could or that felt comfortable and right to her before she went to let me try to introduce like eggs. I think she takes like eggs, fish and fish oil mm-hmm. is what she's consuming before she went to that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't know. I just I just do- I don't get it. It like it really makes me hate the word vegan when I see people like this in the community. Yeah, that's kind of where I wanted to go from here is like what uh what do we do from here because whenever these moments happen we're both kind of like man i don't want to be associated with the vegan community because it just doesn't seem like you said inclusive or positive in these moments it feels like it just if you're not good enough well get out yeah like yeah i just like in so many moments like i align on the core things of veganism i believe in compassion and eating as little animals as possible and consuming as little animal-based products as possible. That's what I believe in. I don't believe in compassion for only animals and not humans. I believe in compassion for everybody. And I just like, I don't know, like, because I think the vegan word has, is so, is like such a delicate word because, I don't know, I think vegans expect you to be these huge advocates for animals at all moments in your life that when there's someone eating meat in front of you you should be shaming them and you should be doing this and educating them which you don't have to do all the time you're allowed to take a break and that when other people when non-vegans hear that you're vegan they expect you to judge them and I'm like I just don't like to have that word associated with me because I don't think I do either of those things Mm -hmm. and it also made me think of um, fairly local vegan who did 
a video i think it was like a couple months ago or a month ago kind of talking about her vegan journey like she's been vegan for a while but she's also had moments in her life where because of health or because of just her financial uh situation or her access to the right food she couldn't be as vegan or as plant-based as she would have liked to be and i think that's something that we also don't acknowledge as much in the vegan community is that like access to food and access to the food that you might need to be on a healthy plant-based diet isn't always possible for people so there might be people that are doing the best they can but that's that might not be perfect in the vegan community's eyes yeah yeah i think i think the vegan community has a lot to learn about compassion even though that's what they say they believe in um and obviously this isn't everybody i think there are a lot of amazing vegans out there who consider themselves vegans or plant-based, whatever the case is. And I think, I just think those people are much quieter than the people that are full of judgment and lack of compassion for non-animal animals, for human animals. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just like, I can't, like this whole idea, like I think Vegan Zombie mentioned, like she was talking about how in Maddie's post, she was like, I'm still mostly plant-based. And he mentioned how you can't be mostly plant-based. You're either vegan or you're not. Or you're either plant-based or you're not. And sure, whatever. But I believe if you don't hold that compassion for humans, the same compassion that you hold for animals you don't hold for humans, then you can't call yourself a vegan either because veganism is about compassion. If, if you want to be about absolutes and you can only call yourself a vegan if you're 100% vegan and you're 100% compassionate, then a lot of these vegans who are calling themselves vegans can also not call themselves vegans. So, mm-hmm. and it was all- like, you can't pick and choose. Exactly. And the thing that kept crossing my mind was like, what can we do now with our platform to advocate for this side of veganism that we believe so strongly in that you don't need to be perfect, right? Like I think in the past, the idea of a radical vegan was somebody who was like really hardcore, like animals all the way, salads all the way, here's my smoothie bowl. But now I think actually a radical vegan is somebody who advocates for the fact that veganism doesn't need to be perfect. Yeah. Like, you can be be as vegan as you possibly can be in this moment, and that's allowed to change. You're allowed to add more animal products into your diet if that's what makes the most sense for you at the moment, or you're allowed to take them away if you're able to in that moment as well. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just speak to, like, us right now. That speaks to the idea of the vegan movement growing beyond just us and including more non-vegans, right? Because we always say, like, It feels so intimidating because of all this Mm -hmm. judgment that exists. So I feel like I just want to keep advocating for the fact that you don't need to be perfect and you're not like you shouldn't be bombarded by people who have this high standard of veganism. Yeah. And no one, there's not a single vegan out there that is perfectly vegan, whether they say they are or not. Yeah. There's not. (laughs) And I wish more people talked about that and more people shared that message because I feel like it's just not said enough. Yeah, like embrace the areas that you're not vegan in and ensure, like embrace imperfection. Like perfection is like such a toxic thing to believe in because no one will ever be truly perfect in anything that they do just because we 
like humans are limited by what society dictates and what is close to them and what they've grown up learning and what they have access to and all so many different factors where you were born what country you live in uh who your parents are whatever like there's so many different factors that can affect people's ability to do anything in a perfect way mm-hmm and in like your day-to-day life i think being um encouraging and just acknowledging people who are like trying to have more plant-based things in their life like my i live with my family none of them are vegan and i make jokes with them all the time that like come on guys it's what are you why are you eating that but in all seriousness like i think it's incredibly awesome how many plant-based meals we have and how open they are to it like how many they've transitioned in so many ways that are super subtle just because you know there's more meals on the table that suit both diets and that's huge because that also uh educates them so when they're talking to their friends you know they have a better idea of what veganism can Mm -hmm. look like and i'm sure they're more open to eating more plant-based products because you're not there judging them every time they decide to eat chicken or a burger or so you're not there just like seriously judging them i'm sure you're jokingly <laughs> judging them i do that too to my yeah. family but like you're not there sitting there t- calling them terrible people for eating a burger mm-hmm. B- and like like that kind of stuff like no one wants to be told they're a terrible person whether you agree with their morals or not no one wants to be told they're a terrible person and no one will try and make changes if you tell them they're a terrible person that's not like that's you give them constructive criticism not just criticism (laughs) exactly like i'm so proud and happy every time somebody in my life tries a plant-based meal or any kind of like explores more of those plant-based foods because even if they're only eating it when they're around me or because i've said this is pretty good and that's the only vegan thing they eat that is still huge because that wouldn't have happened one if i wasn't vegan and probably Mm -hmm. also wouldn't have happened like a few years ago when there weren't as many products right yeah exactly yeah no yeah i can see like even the little changes like my parents being obsessed with cauliflower wings like (laughs) they love cauliflower wings and they make them all the time So, like, that would not have happened unless I gave them some cauliflower wings to try one day. So, like, those little things make a difference. I don't know. I just, I just, vegans, be nicer to people. Yeah, just be, just be nice. Come on. Just, just, it's not a lot to ask. Be nice. And I know it's hard when you're so passionate about animals' lives. And it can feel like there's a lot on the line. Because there is. It's animals' lives that we're talking about. But progress is not made by yelling and screaming and calling people terrible human beings (laughs) that's not really how it works never (laughs) yeah so yeah i think we just wanted to get our thoughts out here because there is so much negativity in moments like this in the vegan community so Mm -hmm. and i mean i'm sure there was lots of negativity in this discussion as well but i hope that we also like again repeated our thoughts on the fact that there's a lot of positivity and there could be a lot of inclusion if we just don't be so Mm -hmm. mean to each other yeah like there are vegans out there who are super supportive and who are amazing like we have an amazing group of vegan friends that are very supportive people and incredibly encouraging and compassionate in moments like this and stuff like that too so they are out there you can find those compassionate vegan friends or community or whatever (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I really feel for Maddie right now, too, because I think if I ever came to the moment where it's like, I got to 
I gotta have like an egg once a week or something like that. I would be so nervous to tell uh-huh. anyone because yeah. of all that pressure. And even like you said, like yeah. our friends are super supportive, but I would still feel like I was letting people down or I was mm-hmm. not good enough, right? And that's not a yeah. healthy way to feel about food for anyone. Yeah. So just remember, especially on social media, remember that there's a human being on the other end of your comments and that post and that that human being is probably trying to be as compassionate as they can be but it's just not working for them right now and they're doing the best they can and food is such a personal thing that we do we don't talk about it like it is but it is so i don't think anybody should ever feel pressured or I think it just leads to a toxic relationship with food and that's already so ingrained in our culture that we should be stepping in the other direction away from that. Yeah. Imagine any other diet people had to announce when they were no longer eating that diet. Imagine like an omnivore being like, just so you know, I am no longer eating meat. (laughs) (laughs) And like people were like, what the heck is wrong with you? What about all those vegetables lives? (laughs) I mean, that sounds silly because, you know, but still, it's just there's so many different things that come into play when all of a sudden you're vegan. You just like are in this cult that you never asked to be in. Mm-hmm. And then when you go one step further and you like put it all online and make a whole brand out of it, then it's like, <laughs> oh, man, this is pretty serious. huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I will say yep. even too like with the pressure around being a vegan like i was trying attempting to do a what i ate in 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 a day video last week and i got to the a point in the day where i was like wow every time i pick up the camera i am like i say what i'm eating but i focus so much more on justifying why i'm eating what i'm eating and that's Mm -hmm. not really the point of the video but it feels like people are just gonna come for this video and judge what you're eating and there's this pressure so i'd be like i'm eating this because of this and this and this and then i was like wait a second no i'm eating this because it tastes good and i wanted to show you this delicious food that i'm eating end of discussion i'm eating this because i wanted to eat it yeah that's why but it just like it struck me in this moment i was like wow this is not a good thing to be doing it's that like combination of like the toxic veganism if that's a thing and like toxic diet culture where you have to justify if you're eating oil or you're eating something that would be considered unhealthy or whatever and I'm like no screw that (laughs) exactly I was like this hasn't been healthy and this also hasn't looked very good so I'm not really checking any boxes for you guys (laughs) you know I'm eating fries with mayo for dinner because I want to that's why (laughs) exactly but it was just such an interesting moment when I realized what was happening I was like I gotta stop this yeah no it's I like I can understand that there are so many times even with like some recipes we put out where I'm like people like like you almost you get you get a little defense like scared because you're like I don't want to put this out because like what if vegans hate this and they're like what are you doing like oreos Mm -hmm. like anytime like we put out something with oreos i know we're gonna get comments Mm -hmm. about being like palm oil and this and this and this and i'm like oh my god just calm down Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me just eat my oreos yeah (laughs) um yeah so one of the things that i would suggest to people is that When you see a post about someone saying they are no longer vegan anymore after they've been vegan for a while or even just been vegan for a week, whatever it is, put, 
I think the first thought a lot of vegans will have, especially those like really, really intense vegans, will be, oh my God, this is terrible for the movement. How could you do this to the movement? Forget that. Forget about a movement. Like in this moment, a movement really doesn't matter. It's the fact that this person was either not happy or healthy or whatever, feeling the best that they will, feeling the way they want it to be or the best they could be. Forget about the movement and remember there's a human being here that needs some compassion. Yeah. And the movement doesn't rest on one person's shoulders. (laughs) Let's not make them feel that way. Yeah, really. Like it's Maddie no longer being vegan does not destroy every vegan's efforts so far like that's not really how it works and she also never said that veganism isn't a healthy diet she just said in this moment in time it's not working for her but she hopes to be able to go back to it which is great so (laughs) exactly I think she approached it very well and she was very well spoken yeah I do too I think she uh, yeah I think she actually handled it very very well and way better than I think either of us would be able to handle it like (laughs) When she was posting those stories, I was like, oh, this is bold. She's going to get so many DMs and so many of them are going to be terrible. And like, it's just like, it was so much. I'm like, damn, this is like bold and brave. And like, that's like, I'm proud that she was able to do that. Well, I think this was a good discussion for us to have. We had a lot of thoughts that we wanted to share. And I hope that this inspires other people to have this conversation. And if you do find yourself putting a lot of pressure on vegans or being perfect remind yourself that it's okay to not be perfect because no one is if you have any thoughts about this episode be sure to reach out to us if you're using the anchor app you can send us a voice message and we can include that message in a future episode or you can send us an email at twomarkergirls at gmail.com or send us a dm on instagram or twitter or facebook or wherever we're two market girls you can find our recipes at twomarkergirls.com or on youtube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a future episode yeah and be compassionate yeah be nice to everybody yeah all animals all humans and the environment that's always good for your health (laughs) (laughs) definitely and be compassionate to yourself always yeah let's maybe start there because then you know how to be compassionate to others exactly (laughs) okay bye (laughs) bye (laughs) 